there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Julie Castle. I want you to know, Julie, that usually I wait until later in my Time for Coffee interviews to ask my guests about their major and whether they knew what they were going to do when they graduated. But as you have spent, I believe, the entirety of your professional life at Best Friends, is that right? Mostly, not not the entire thing, but most of it, yes. Mostly, but nevertheless working on behalf of Best Friends Mission, I was thinking it would make sense for us to learn right at the outset how and why a double major in history and political science at Southern Utah University, who had been accepted to go to the University of Virginia Law School and thought that that's what she was going to be doing after graduation, ended up taking a low-paying job doing landscaping, caring for animals, answering the phones, and asking for donations outside of grocery stores. Yeah, it was a it was a really scary moment, I think, for my dad in particular and my family. I think they thought I was having my midlife crisis early because I had my sights set on law school for so long and got into a really great institution. And one day with some friends, I pulled into the sanctuary and I fell in love with the Red Rock Canyon here, the mission of the organization, the ethic of no kill, but also the founder's vision that actually kind of sparked the whole movement and really thinking about something in our society differently, which really, really is unusual. And so I decided at that point, I called my dad and I said, hey, I'm not going to law school. I'm going to move to Kanab, Utah and work for this animal sanctuary. And I think it took him about 10 years to get over that. So Really? Oh, my God. Well, I love the story about how you and your girlfriends, I guess, taken a post graduation trip. Was that what it was? Or was it your spring break trip to Mexico to kind of blow off some steam? Yeah. So actually it was a post-graduation trip and we all knew that this was sort of our last hurrah to be completely irresponsible before real life began. And so we went to Mexico and decided to stay until we ran out of money. And of course we ran out of money and we had just enough for gas back and a candy bar each. The essentials. the totally. So we drove back and it was a long drive. We'd made it all the way down to Puerto Vallarta and pulled into the sanctuary and we had not showered. And so we went into the welcome center and I think one of the founders was there in the welcome center, sort of managing the, the shop. And I think she thought for sure these are shoplifters. So... <laughs> She had her eagle eye on us and I started chatting with her and just made such an indelible impression on me and it was a 
really one of those moments in your life where you don't know that that moment is going to change your life forever. But it, man, I'll tell you, I am so happy that I made that decision. How did you manage what clearly was a pull from your heart and your gut and the more sensible side of your brain, probably represented by your your dad and maybe even your friends and were able to block out everyone else to say, no, in fact, I'm going to stay at the Best Friends Animal Sanctuary and I'm just going to see where this goes. You know, it's it's one of those things where I feel like we just spent a lot of time in Mexico and we had a lot of time to read, do some reading and reflection. And obviously we had a lot of fun too, but I just finished reading the book, The Alchemist. And it was really timely because I think everyone is searching for their path. And if you're open to it and leave your heart open to it and your soul, and I don't want to sound too woo-woo here, but it really is true. I think if you listen to your soul and your heart, it'll guide you to where you're supposed to be. And this is coming from somebody who did not function that way. You know, I was really super driven in college and really, really wanted to sort of be at the top of my game. And I think it just really surprised a lot of people that I made this choice. But I think I feel like I found my path early in life, which is a huge gift, especially considering we see so many people that come here to the sanctuary, whether it be retired professionals or volunteers later in their life who aren't very happy. They're not happy with the choices that they've made up to that point. They've basically been making a living and they feel like they found their tribe. And that's when you know when they arrive and they plug in to this cause and this mission and this place. It's so cool to see them at whatever age find their path. Oh, I love that story so much, Julie. And for those of our listeners who aren't familiar with The Alchemist, it's a novel that was written by Paul Coelho. And in it, there is an Andalusian shepherd boy. I read this, but P.S. I just Googled it while you were talking because I didn't remember, didn't have it like right at my fingertips. So it follows the story and the journey of an Andalusian shepherd boy named Santiago. And he asks a Romani fortune teller in a nearby town about the meaning of a dream, a recurring dream he kept having. And the woman, this fortune teller, interprets the dream as a prophecy, telling the boy that he will discover a treasure at the Egyptian pyramid. So what happens is the alchemist teaches Santiago to listen to his heart. And that is clearly what happened to Julie. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee. 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.